0: Welcome to Paddle Smash Academy.
1: And we are All
2: Things Paddle.
0: Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for coming on uh, uh, the Paddle Smash Academy. And why don't you talk to us a little bit about how you introduced to paddle?
2: Yeah, so, um, you know, I I grew up in a tennis family. I played tennis. I coached tennis. um, All aspects of it, from juniors, colleges, pros... Um, and, uh, I, in 2020, I got out of coaching, um, kind of fully as a full-time career. And I entered the nonprofit space and I became the CEO of youth tennis, San Diego. It's a big uh, organization started in the fifties and, um, it has a large outreach component to it to grow the game of tennis. It also operates and owns the Barnes tennis center, which is a very big facility in San Diego. So I oversee the facility. And um, in 2020, when I got the job, um, I had a coach. His name is Askon Luderoth, who's one of the partners of Tactica. Um, he said to me, "Ryan, you know, there's some space here at Barnes that we think would be great for some paddle." And and I said, "Okay, great. What is that?" You know? <laughs> and um, uh, he goes, "Oh, you don't know what it is? Yes, yeah, it's massive sports. You know, all over the country. It's." And I'm like, "Okay, well." I, I'm open to it. You know, let me know, give me a presentation, you know, bring something to the office. And so he came to my office, he, he showed me some videos kind of gave me like a one pager. And I said, that looks really cool. I love doubles, right? I think I was probably a better doubles player um, paddle is doubles. And I said, I am interested, but you know, I mean, there, look at this court, what, you know, what is this? And he said, okay, well, a friend of mine has a court in his backyard and, um, you want to go and play? Can I bring you up?" Um, sure enough, it was Gabriel Perez-Karib, who's our chairman and, and co-founder of Tactica. So I go to the house, I walk down the steps. He's got some amazing players there playing, you know, and it's just beautiful. And I was like, okay, I got to play, you know, I'm, I'm a competitor. And um, anyways, I got to play and they gave me a, a you know, they pitched a, a, a presentation right, cool. and, and a potential partnership. And here we are.
1: Wow, that, that's exciting!
2: Yeah, so, that's how it started. So
0: now, was there any other uh, paddle clubs at that time? Uh,
2: well, nothing during COVID, right? So everything was shut down. All clubs were shut down. Um, there, two, so there were two courts at a YMCA wow. in San Diego. Uh, I didn't play on them. I didn't know about them. But they had been shut down. But I, I you know, there was a community that was started. So when we opened the, the when we opened Tactica at the Barnes Tennis Center, um, we started with three courts. We're very close to the border. Right. So paddle, you know, we, we had a probably a little bit of a head start than Los, our club in Los Angeles or northern California, because people already knew about paddle. Um, so we put three courts in booked all day. Wow. You know, I couldn't I couldn't get a court. I was literally, you know, inviting my my friends that I could play with at six thirty in the morning seven, before we would even open the club, be, so I could have a court to play.
0: You're hooked. Uh, you were hooked. I
2: was, <laughs> I was hooked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been playing tournaments now, and um, and so then we put four courts. Now we have seven courts. So well wow, So yeah, you guys have seven side. courts,
0: seven courts yeah. in total now at, at Tactica.
2: Tactica San Diego. We have seven courts. Uh, in in Los Angeles, we have four courts, and in Northern California, right now, we have four courts. Uh,
1: I I wanted to ask you about that because um, um, I'm part of the project that we're putting some courts up in San Francisco, and and I know you guys are doing something in the Pacifica University, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. So we we have the University of the Pacific. Yeah, the University of the Pacific, Pacific, yeah. Yeah, we're doing, uh, we have four paddle courts that should be open in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, just waiting on the the permit.
1: Fantastic.
2: Eight pickleball courts there, and then... We just signed an agreement with Lifetime Activities, and we will put 40 courts in across the Bay Area with uh, the six tennis clubs that they have. Wow.
1: Beautiful. Wow. And, and let me know in, in LA. I know you guys did. Uh, you make uh, an agreement with the UCLA or one of the universities? Is that possible that you put some courts?
2: No, no. I wish that would be a, that would be a dream. No, um, we are partnered with uh, AEG Dignity Health Sports Park. It's at the the Major League Soccer team, the LA Galaxy site.
1: I got it. I got it. Good, excellent. I mean, I, that, that's super exciting. I mean, having entrepreneurs like you making paddle growth here in the United States. So, where do you see? My background is very similar to yours. You know, it's tennis, and then I moved to paddle and all that. Where do you see paddle going from here? Now, I mean, now you're you're in the in the thick of everything.
2: Where do I see it growing? Yeah, and going. Um, so, I think it's going to be. Um, you know, I. I think we're gonna have a ton of courts here in the United States within the next five years. Um, I think it's gonna, um, it's gonna require, you know, a lot of capital, a lot of investment groups coming in to be able to do this. I'm, you know, I'm speaking to the choir, you guys are are a part of this, Um, because it's not an easy thing to do. While constructing a court is easy. It's a process, right? It's not like pickleball, where you just go put a court down, paint some lines, you're done. You got to get a permit. You've got to construct it. You've got to build awareness, right? So um, as you'll see in the, in the Bay area, maybe hope, maybe hopefully not, but in Los Angeles and our, and there's not a lot of players, right? There are not many people know what it is. There's a lot of traffic. You've got to, you've got a lot of do, do a lot of different things. So I think it's going to depend on the areas of the country, um, what you're going to see grow fast, grow slowly, but regardless, it's going to grow because it's a social sport. It's a spectator sport it's a participatory sport and it's a it's one of the best sports in the world uh-huh.
1: F- from 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 the permitting point of view in the west coast or especially in san diego is it difficult to if you have the capital to to open a court i mean because here in Florida it takes forever you know with the hurricanes and all that is it is it difficult in in the west coast to 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 get those permits going
2: yeah it oh. is difficult yeah okay yeah it's not easy you know you have if you're in San Diego or if you're near the coast, you have the coastal commission, right? So you have the city, you have the coastal commission, you have all of the requirements that you have to do. Uh, And then you have general con, you know, you have to have a general contractor. You have to submit your designs and your drawings to the city. And while we know, you know, constructing courts, you don't need all this stuff. Yes, They're gonna say, well, you need X, Y, and Z, which is ridiculous, right? So there's, in my opinion, this is my opinion alone, I don't want some arrows in my back but they want you to you know construct a, a you know apartment building for a slab of concrete with a court
1: you know actually we should build three courts here and exactly that they made us make put 12 uh 12 feet pilings in each court deep i mean same thing that you will build a four-story you know apartment uh just for one court it's, it, it, it's just crazy but it, hopefully eventually they, they will you know, come yeah. And I senses. think that,
2: that's going to be the growth of the sport, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. just growing the sport so people are playing. It's the whole ecosystem, right? So you go to a, you know, I'm going to town hall meetings to talk about paddle so I can get it into parks and recreation groups. Yeah. Um, and you you know, you have to go through that process. It's not just about the sport and people actually playing. It's the government level. It's the political level. It's everything to establish it in this country. Good. So It's going to take a lot of people it's going to take a lot of time and and people like us that are willing to go out and do it but yeah it's it's fun i think i made a comment you know probably not a um a smart comment on one of my last city calls i said so where's the escalator where's the elevator (laughs) 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 nobody said anything but um
0: i so i got a question who's your market down there in in the west coast because here in the east coast uh down here southeast uh, in florida miami I mean, it's mostly uh, first-generation Europeans, uh, also first, uh, second generation, first and second generation uh, Latin Americans. Uh, So, who's your market down there in the West Coast?
2: I'm saying everybody and all. And um, you know, for us, with you know partnering with tennis clubs and groups like that, it's racket sports. So, our market is racket sports. um, But again, it's everybody. So. Um, you know, are the case study in San Diego is, you know, it's kind of funny. We know when the Kuwaitis are coming, we know when the guys from Dubai are coming. We know when the Scandinavians are coming because they all kind of book together because it's a social sport. Um, but now, you know, being in business for a couple years, um, you're, you're getting a lot of Americans and you're getting a lot of locals starting to play the game. Um, the more that they see it, you know, online if they see it on a documentary or, you know, now they're starting to try it for us. We have 25 tennis courts and 19 pickleball courts as well. So eventually they see paddle and and now, you know, it might not be right when they see it, but over time they try it and then they get hooked. So do you see,
0: you see a lot lot of, you see a lot of traction with uh, multiple generation Americans, uh, now starting to play paddle?
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You see everybody now. Yeah. And the great thing right. is, when we can go out and see seven courts full of people we don't know, you know it's growing.
1: Yeah. And 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 you, you hit it uh, uh, the nail on the head right there. Now, uh, and I see that in, in the Northeast where country clubs are taking some tennis courts away and putting pickleball and paddle. And now they're becoming racket sports. And then you get the crossover in between people playing tennis, they see paddle, they want to try it out, and then they get hooked and, and all that. And I think what you guys are doing there is fantastic because. Now you get all three different racket sports into one place and people can try all different sports and really make the population of the paddle world grow faster.
0: I think that's key. Yeah, that, that's the really key. key.
1: I mean, that's fantastic. Good, good idea. So. Tell us the the, the the you know the big white elephant on, on the room the 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 PPL All Star Game coming up to you know next next weekend uh, onto your club. Tell us all about it. How did it come out there and all that? I mean, who who was the one? How did you attract them to you? Well, be, before
0: we get into that, let's start with the Stingrays, right? Yeah, st- exactly.
1: How did that come to be?
0: Um, how do you put together a franchise? Um, and why don't you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, so we have a great partnership group here in in tactica in san diego so we have you know there's there's several groups of, or there's a group of us and um very connected with um, paddle the whole paddle industry whether that's in europe south america uh united states every aspect of paddle we probably have our hands in or have relationships so we knew that this league was um a dream you know and i think uh Gabriel perez our chairman and co-founder, was a part of that, those initial discussions, from my understanding. So we knew that it was coming out, um, this league, and we were offered an opportunity to buy a franchise. Um, we said we are not going to be the first franchise, uh, but we'll be the second. So we knew what was going on, you know, well before it was out there in public. Um, but, uh, you know, we just believe in it because not only just for the the professional you know, and the opportunities and money and uh, all the great things professional sports do. But for us, it helps our ecosystem of building and growing paddle, um, specifically in the West Coast, right? So I run, uh, I'm the tournament director of a WTA tournament, of an ATP tournament. Really, why do you do those things other than wanting to make money? You grow the game, right? You have kids in the stands that mm-hmm. say, I want to be Cocoa Golf. I want to be that so for us, it, that's a part of it as well. And it's a part of that whole ecosystem of making sure paddle is growing in the United States um, and we can grow Tactica along with it. So that that's the, the, you know, the short version of why, why the stingray.
0: Great, great, great. Now, I, I looked at the PPL as a, as a success and it gave the U.S. Uh, and international players a, a platform to compete in. Um, are there any new changes in 2024 for the PPL?
2: Yeah, a lot of new changes drastically different than 23. So 23 was kind of a shotgun start. Let's go. How do we get this done? Now we have a management group inside out. Uh, sports management is 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 running the the league. Um, they were very successful with Major League Pickleball very successful in the tennis industry as well. So we have some sophistication around the changes that we're making. Uh, we're going to have a full calendar season. So the season will start in April and in November. Uh, with a lot of different activations, you know, around those things to continue to to grow awareness and, and have enough uh, collateral assets to to build the sport in the league. Um, as you see, we have interna- more international players joining the league, so we have a different roster system. Uh, San Diego alone, you know, we were able to bring on four of the some of the best players, I- including others we're announcing now. Um, I'm extremely excited about Lamperti coming. I'm new to the sport, but whenever I would go on YouTube, I would always look for him because (laughs) his style, his, uh, his, with fans, his passion. So I'm, when we signed him, I was really pumped amongst the other players, but, um, you know, so you see this talent come now to North America and U S soil. That's just going to grow the game. Um, we have the PPL all-star game this Saturday on tennis channel. That's going to be huge. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, there's so many things we could talk about that.
0: So you're saying you signed up Miguel Lamparty. Uh, can you tell us who else you signed uh, uh, signed up before well, the draft?
2: You
1: got Jacobo Blanco too,
2: right? Jacobo,
0: Jacobo yeah.
2: Yeah, Kobo. Yeah, we had a Cobo in 2023 yeah. along with Matias Almada. Okay. Those two players were with the Stingrays. We've re-signed them. Um, they didn't lose a match last year together as a team, so excited about them. Uh, Maxi Sanchez as well. Oh Wow. wow.
1: That's good. I mean, you, 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 got you guys big, want to win. You guys are big weapons, baby. I like it. Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah, our women, Lucia and Carmen. You know, yeah. Lucia's fought is the world. Carmen is is young, but um, you know, she's the future. Uh, we're really excited about our team. But the great thing is, you see the other teams who they are announcing, just as you know, talented, just as good players. Yeah, which is which means that the league has got the best players in the world. Yeah, that's going to drive Americans. To want to develop over time it's going to take some time that's going to drive mexicans that's going to drive the rest of the world to say hey you know just like the other sports we want to be in the ppl
1: yeah so ryan let me tell you uh the the format for for 2024 is going to be the same thing where they just go to one place all the teams and they just play it out or uh, how's it going to be
2: yeah so it'll be different so with 12 franchises in 2024 we'll have a western conference we'll have an eastern conference so you'll have Western play, just like the NBA. You'll have Eastern play. They'll all duke it out over the course of the calendar that then will qualify for the conference championships that then qualify for the PPL Cup.
1: So, but they, they play home and away each other and then they just, is that the way it works or? no,
2: Not yet, not until we can get enough facilities. So okay. what we'll do is for the West and the East, they'll choose one location to play these conference matches, These this this round robin, if you'd call it. Um, and in the East, they'll choose a location. I, we don't have those locations yet. We're obviously hoping it's San Diego.
1: Um, please, my, Miami, Miami, we'll, we'll beg you, Miami, okay? Yeah.
2: it makes sense. I, I don't make those decisions, but with the, uh, the followers and the amount of players, Miami would be awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's, you're right. They'll all come to one location, for the west one location for the east etc eventually the, the dream is that every team has their own site um you know a couple of the teams a few of the teams now do but that's that's the goal and
1: and that's that's how many times um how many different sites is is it three per season or four or how many times they get together to play each other <clears throat>
2: I, I don't know who they're going to choose for the people you know which location will be the ppl cup So um to give you an example for the ppl all-stars we're playing at tactica we we have a a partnership with paddle galise uh so we we sell install own paddle Galice courts we have the exclusive rights here on the west coast we have one of their world paddle tour temporary courts so we're constructing it on our stadium tennis court you could do that anywhere right so we can go in madison square garden put a court down you see what a1 did in new york city so I don't know what locations the PPL Inside Out will choose, but um, you know, uh, hopefully they're in, in uh, markets with a lot of uh, paddle players and spectators and, and sports.
1: Great. So now let's talk about the big white elephant, the All Stars Games, and how it came out to you guys. Who was the idea behind it, and, and how did, you know what's going to happen?
2: So um, yeah, so how it came to us, you know, I think that there's a bid process. Um, so, okay, how do you bid for this, um, and, and also for the Western, I think there's a process that we all have to bid through um, the PPL and inside out, they're the ones that choose it. Um, with us, uh, we, we run events, we run lots of tournaments. Uh, again, I'm the tournament director of uh, uh, one of the biggest female uh, women's professional tennis tournaments in the United States in the world. Um, so we have the experience of running events, and we have the we have the amenities at our facilities um, those all go into being be able to host an event like this. Uh, West Coast, you know, knock on wood that we don't get rain. <laughs> we had rain yesterday, oh, uh, but West Coast is a little different than the rest of the country in November, right, with weather. Um, and uh, we do. We have a lot of players here in, in the market. So it, it was just, a, I think, a, a great idea to bring it to San Diego um, for the inaugural, you know, All-Star game.
0: Now, who do you have participating uh, on, on behalf of the StingRace?
2: So um, we from four to six, we have an exhibition match. So uh, Juan Martin Diaz from New York is going to play with Lamperti. So for us, which is awesome. And then for the All-Star Games, uh, the process was every team got to vote for who they thought were the best in the West, who they thought they were the best on the East. Um, You can only vote for one player of your own. So you couldn't just put your whole team down. We got three players voted for from the Stingrays from the other ownership group, which was really an honor. So we have a Cobo Blanco. He will play with Guga from Las Vegas, which is an amazing team. Uh, Mati Almada was selected as the alternate and uh, Silvana Campos was elected from the women um, as well. So uh, we've got some Stingrays representing the All-Stars, which is cool.
1: Congratulations. That's, yes. two. Wow, that's, that, that's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. So, and the setup is going to be similar to, um, so for our viewers and the listeners, uh, it's going to be similar to a tennis tournament where you have stands, you have food trucks, or you have uh, places to eat. I mean, uh, uh, walk us through how the whole setup is going to be.
2: Yeah, so our stadium court where we, we build, you know, for the WTA, we construct a huge stadium. This, we're making it smaller because we don't yeah. need to go big, right? First year, we're just trying to grow awareness. We, we want, you know, butts and seats. So we're going to have this beautiful court. Uh, we have a VIP section with some stands, uh, VIP will have food and beverage, a bar, catering, all oh, those that's kind of know. things. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then the, the, you know, about, I think we're at like 750 to a thousand seats around the court. Um, we have a cafe, a restaurant that the general public will be able to go and, you know, buy sandwiches, coffee, smoothies, um, Tennis Channel will, you know, we have a production company to film it. It'll be streamed on on T2 uh, from Tennis Channel. Um, Yeah, so that's going to be happening all Saturday afternoon. The cool thing about it is we have two major tournaments going on around it, tennis tournaments. So we have an ITF event as well as a junior, a local junior event. So we're going to actually have hundreds of people that have no idea this is going (laughs) to go on that are going to come and watch. So it's going to be pretty yeah,
1: that, that's a great, great idea. Yeah,
2: so. yeah, that's how you grow. That's how you grow the game, right? You yeah, go, you know, happen so, to walk up times nah. and, and be like, oh, what is this? Yeah.
1: So tell
0: us what time and where um, viewers can watch the all star games.
2: Um, so I don't have the schedule of Tennis Channel at the moment, but I do know if you go to Pro Padale League and you go into the YouTube channel, they will have it on there as well. Okay. So that's where viewers can go. Uh, again, four o'clock gates open. Players can or players will the exhibition players will start at four to six five thirty, then the all stars start six o'clock. That's when the matches come out. So the two men will play two and then two women, and then if they split the mixed doubles match.
1: That's awesome! Right? right. That's incredible. I mean, so so. Um, Are you guys planning to do it year after year in the same place or how's that process work? So every year they they voted for some other places.
2: Yeah, they're going to vote it. You know, hopefully, you know, for us selfishly, it'd be great. They they think this is the best and oh, we got to come back to San Diego for the All-Star game. That would be great. But, you know, realistically, we shouldn't do that. Probably we need to move it around. We need to grow the game. We need to grow the markets. So it would be great to have it in San Diego this year, East Coast next year. Yeah and then hopefully texas or in the midwest so we need to put the all-star games in different regions of the country canada mexico uh, everybody needs to to host this thing so um again it would be you know selfishly awesome hey we we've we monopolized the all-star game but
1: not going to happen. So Ryan, uh, Tactica, let's go back to Tactica. How big is the expansion that you guys are? You guys trying to stay only within the state of California? Or you're planning to jump into other states and all that. What is their vision?
2: So the, the vision is 200 courts in California before we venture out of the of California.
1: Okay, and so far you're at what? At 20, maybe? Uh, let's
2: see seven, four, four, and then in 24 we'll start with lifetime so not near 200 uh, <laughs> but um you know we're gonna get up to uh, f- close to 50
1: yeah
2: you know by by the end or beginning of 2025 mid 2025 um with with just the contracts we have now my job as the ceo is to go out and 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 hunt for the best partnerships so you know we maybe we are at 200 yeah. or we have other partnerships that's my job um uh, to grow the grow tacticas or grow the game. Um, so we'll see. But we are open to to other states and other ventures as long as it's appropriate for Tactica and it makes sense for it makes sense for our business. Yeah,
1: If you haven't already, make sure that you hit that subscribe button and turn on your notifications.
0: And remember, it's free 99. It doesn't cost you anything to hit that subscribe button.
1: Thanks for tuning in to Paddle Smash Academy. We hope you'll find our videos informative, helpful in improving your game and learning all things paddle. So until next time, keep improving your game. And
0: remember, learn, play and share.